Forgotten Flicks, episode 42, Teen Wolf, 1985. Give me a keg of beer. And these. This one's for you. Hello, governor. I am Joel, <laughs> the non-monkey-like host of Forgotten Flicks, joined, as always, by the other more monkey-like host of <laughs> Forgotten Flicks, Jason. You're just jealous because you can't braid your eyebrows. <laughs> well, actually, that's all I have to braid. <laughs> that's true. Sorry. I, I really should just embrace that. Like when there's a really bad windstorm and my eyebrows just start to flutter, you know, and then I have to kind hey. of, put, you know, lick the fingertips and just. Hey, I am more Rasta. I am more Rasta than Bob Marley because I got dreads on my back. Yeah. Do you, do you guys know how difficult it is to braid dreads on your ass? <laughs> Ask Jason. He knows. It is hard work, folks. Hard work. Uh, so how you doing, Jason? Harry, we're talking Teen Wolf. Oh, yes. Oh, well, who knew? <laughs> who the hell knew we were talking about Teen Wolf? Yes, we are talking about Teen Wolf. That 1985, quote fingers, people. You can't see them, but they're there. Classic. <laughs> and Jason and I have not spoken prior to this episode about what we really thought, though we have made some faces and some roundabout snarky comments. That all being that said, count as talking. that doesn't count. As no, talking. that's true. And um, we real quick would like to uh, uh, thank uh, our one of our awesome listeners, Tawana, also known as Red K Queen on Twitter. So you can follow her at uh, Red K Queen. She put together a promo for us that we can actually use. And I say it that way because I created two that we, <laughs> we can't. We created two. Oh, we true. Okay. Two. I was trying not to throw you under the bus with me. Oh, that's quite all right. Uh, I'm on the bus with you. Okay. Okay. You are. <laughs> and uh, my little monkey friend is with me on the bus. <laughs> yes. I, I, yeah, they were bad. They sucked. They Just sucked. Saying. Just pretty much. Yeah. They had like really, and really bad, tasteless jokes in them, which. It's par for See, the course what, with us. That's what happens when we try to be funny. Yeah. See, as opposed just, to just existing and people laughing at our very being existence. Being ridiculous normal. Yeah. Yes, but thank you, Tawana. They were, it's a fantastic, actually gave us several different variations even. So we're going to be using those, handing those out to some of our, our promo-hungry podcast friends because, you know, they're just desperate. Oh, we've got like a line out the door. Oh, it's, yes. Need your commercial. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, what we did is we're in the Mall Twin Theater now, and we push the door open, and we like to pretend that all those invisible people is alive. <laughs> come line. in, come in. Yes. Don't push, please. Yes. <laughs> so that being said, Jay, oh, and oh, oh can't believe we forgot. In in uh, celebration of uh, uh, Motley Gunner on, uh, on Twitter, although I think, is it Motley Gunner? And there's a number there, isn't there? Hold on, Jason. Entertain the people for like two seconds. <laughs> yeah, I like this song. Keep that going. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, seriously, keep that going. 
No, I can't. I can't keep it going. I will tell you that. <clears throat> um, yeah, no, I got nothing. No, it is just Motley Gunner, isn't it? No, I don't think it is. I just want to make sure. Yeah. I feel like a d bag, which is pretty much par for the course with me. There, <laughs> I, I was right. Motley Gunner '84. Oh, gotcha. See, yep. see, actually, yeah. it's oh, dude, we're idiots. It's Ben from from the land down under. Oh, right. Yes. That, that makes it So anyway, work. his suggestion was, yes. and rightly so. Yes. Let, I'm just going to actually start that part over. Okay. Ready? Rewind. Yeah. So a special thanks to Ben, also known as Motley Gunner 40, or 84. Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> Motley Gunner 84. Okay. Big idiot. Take three. <laughs> yes. Motley Gunner 84 on Twitter. Thank you, Ben, for pointing out that he didn't like all the feedback at the beginning of our shows. <laughs> and I like it. Jason likes it. So we just always assume everybody liked it. Um, exactly and I'm sure the people who called that. in liked it, huh? He didn't say he doesn't like the feedback. Okay, well, I didn't say he didn't like like the people doing it. I just said, he, you know, he basically made the point, could you put it at the end, that he was trying to fast forward past it as he drove his car and he might kill himself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. So I just took JV. that high. We'd like to keep JV alive too. Yeah, so. well, JV calls in anyway. That doesn't even matter. <laughs> he's just listening for himself. Actually, I think he stops the show after his call in. Um, that's all he's listening for. So that, he might be. Whoa, wow. Are you, are you saying JV's a narcissist? All those awesome spoilers he gives us, spoiler alerts, and really? <laughs> JV, you may want to call in and deal with this problem. Oh, my God, no. Might I point out the Twitter <laughs> thing that I retweeted recently that showed Jason as a monkey? Just keep that in mind. <sighs> Yeah. So, yes, good suggestion, Ben. Uh, we are going to now, instead of playing the feedback at the beginning, play it towards the end because, um, yeah, that makes more well, sense. Yeah, well, it makes more sense because after Ben said that, I went, holy crap, he's right. Every podcast I've ever listened to that has feedback, it's at the end. <laughs> so instead, we're filling it with idiotic dribble where we talk about whether or not we should put the feedback at the end. Yes. Well, we just, it's behind the scenes. It's behind the scenes. Oh, right. This is how it this goes. Is a, this, is a, this is an actual... Like example of why we can never get anything accomplished. This is live. Yeah. It's just Joel. Just Joel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that would be terrifying. Okay, so on that note, Jason, would you like to um hear the trailer for said Teen Wolf movie? I have been so waiting for this. Yes. Please play it. Michael J. Fox, life hasn't been easy. Hello? I'm going through changes. His voice is changing. Give me a keg of beer. Is there anything wrong with me? He's got hair on his chest. He stopped being a boy. What do you think about to get worked up? At last, he's become... Scott? Explanation is probably long overdue. Yeah, an explanation. Look at me. Look at you. He's always wanted to be something special, but he never expected this. Teen Wolf. He's got style. There's something different about you. Did you change your hair? He's got class. Wolf person. Wolf. He 
He's got hair all over his body. Wolves aren't supposed to be shy. He's a wolf in teen's clothing. And tonight is his night to howl. Teen Wolf, a new comedy with Michael J. Fox, star of Back to the Future. I have to be honest, Jason. When he <laughs> yeah. said he's got hair all over his body, I thought he was going to then say, the Jason Groom story, <laughs> an ABC after school special. It was ABC after the after school. Why? Special. I'm going through change. It's time to change. Na 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 na. Get that out of your head, people. So before if you're we... old enough to know what that reference means, yes, much. you better at least watch in syndication. <laughs> we didn't all see it live, Jason. We know you like to brag. Oh, I watched Brady Bunch. I was there. I, 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 I was there when Marcia <laughs> yeah, got her point... nose broke. <laughs> can I point two things out real quick? What's that? And I promise, real quick. One. His voice didn't sound the same in the trailer when he says, "I want." Oh yeah, what was that? That was like the that was like the Stephen Hawking. No, that was werewolf. the smoker guy I who want, now puts the Larry. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want a gag of beer. I want a gag of beer. <laughs> okay, that's one and two. Yeah, really? Could they milk the whole Back to the Future thing anymore? Oh, I got three the movie for you, dude. Even says Teen Wolf, Michael J. Fox. He's back from the future in a new comedy. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. <laughs> Actually, yeah, it is funny because the teen. I remember when uh, back uh, to our last episode when I mentioned uh, Phenomena, a.k.a. Yep. Creepers. Yep. I remember when we uh, got we went to the video store and I and I saw the box of that for some reason. The only other box I remember seeing at that moment was Teen Wolf. And which uh. is weird because one's a C and one's a T. So it wasn't like they were next. But for some reason, I always remember seeing that. I remember think because i had seen back to the future because they team wolf was team Wolf shot before back to the future and just came out after it because i can't remember there was something with that because i know they were yeah. milking because i think team wolf came out or was it only in certain countries that team wolf came out after back to the future yeah i don't remember like when that. they were shot it was yeah, right around the same time so yeah yep um uh but that said did you catch the music in the trailer dude i just caught it this time no no it's night of the comet <laughs> if you listen <laughs> There was night. Really? There was night of the comet music. It was like, yes, there was night of the comet music. <laughs> same same music from the trailer. Night of the comet keeps the budget low. Yeah, true. So <laughs> on that note, let us venture into spoiler free. Well, <laughs> not even close, actually. Spoiler <laughs> land. I mean, I don't know, like, his entire family being a bunch of werewolves is one thing. But I mean, like, you want to talk unbelievable. Like, he suddenly gets, like, piled on in the middle of the movie by, like, a whole bunch of basketball players. And then you expect Excuse him out of that. Me. What? Excuse me. Spoiler alert, please. Spoiler alert, indeed, <laughs> Matt the Nerd. Because let me tell you, let me tell you, this movie is ruined if you know its secrets. I'm telling you, yeah, we got to be, we got to be clear in this one. If you're listening, be warned. What we talk about will ruin. Yeah, no, not really. Actually, I'm sorry. Not, <laughs> not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah. So, Jason, would you like to throw out the synopsis of this uh, particular motion picture? Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, so this is basically the story of teenage Scott, uh, who is in high school, sort of a nerdy little getting picked on, has got the hots for a uh, the blonde hottie of the, the high school um, and is ignored by everybody, has a couple of good friends, but, you know, in classic 80s fashion is really just kind of under the radar. And then at some point realizes that for him, puberty means growing three foot hairs out of your face um and <laughs> realize he is a indeed werewolf um and he's also sort of a pseudo star on the basketball team that sucks really bad um but when he becomes a werewolf spoiler alert he is suddenly a fantastic basketball player of so of course he is yes he's <laughs> and the wolf he is he's the wolf the wolf well, um, Mr. Wolf, nobody once he gets this married, is really, he'll be Yeah, Mr. yeah, Mr. Wolf. And nobody thinks this is odd uh, in the school, really. They think it's cool, and he becomes Mr. A1 Alpha Dog, pun intended, uh, <laughs> throughout the school, and even the hottie cheerleader girl starts to take a liking for him. So this is basically the story of Scott and his coming of Harry story. Um, I won't give away the ending until we start talking about it, because we've got to talk about the ending. Oh, yes, we do. Because <laughs> because it exposes a lot. <laughs> it does. It's a life lesson learned. Story. It is. It is. It is. It is. You'll really stand up at attention <laughs> for the ending of this movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> no sexual. Attention. Although I will have to be honest, I found the ending to be a bit flaccid and limp. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll we'll get to all that. We'll get to all that. We'll get to that. Yes. Do you want to give us some some stats on the movie? Please. Yeah, yeah. So some some basic stats are. This movie's a serious case of C and D. We'll start. No, we'll, okay. Who's the director? Uh, oh, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> the director. Yeah, that I probably should go into that. Except that I still had cheerleader camp up on my iPad <laughs> from our <laughs> earlier conversation. So let me continue to move on. Yes. Yeah, while you're listening to Joel, please bring up uh, Cheerleader Camp movie poster. Yes. Uh, and then enough, listen to Enough talk. said. <laughs> so it was directed by Mr. Rod Daniel, mm-hmm. um, a, a, a an amazing talent who has also brought us mm-hmm. Beethoven Second, Home Alone 3, Taking Back the House. You know, the one with French Stewart as opposed to, say, Joe Pesci? No, no, that was Home Alone 4. Oh, you're right. Was it? Yes. Yes. That was the one that was. Oh, crap. You're right. dude. It probably helped. I actually read. I just was reading the title <laughs> on the box uh, on the cover art. Yeah, I'll never forget that. Who the hell was in Home Alone 3? There was a Home Alone 3? <laughs> yes, but it wasn't Macaulay Culkin. I knew that, but yeah, who was in that one? I don't remember, but Home Alone 4 was the direct to TV movie. Are you... Although it should be pointed out, Rod Daniel uh, was actually more of a TV director. Okay. To be fair, and yes. Now, he did, do, credit, he, he did do Canine. Well, his biggest credit was actually a TV credit. His biggest credit, he did uh, quite a number of episodes of WKRP in Cincinnati from the... WKRP in Cincinnati. With Les Nesman. <laughs> Venus Flytrap and Lonnie Anderson. Uh. Although, actually, you know what? I think uh, the, the I liked the uh, the brunette better. Yeah, I was kind of a Lonnie Anderson fan. Uh, but anyway, yeah, he did mostly TV, but I did like Canine. Did you like Canine? Actually, yeah. It's not a great movie because I watched it within, you know, recent enough to know better. <laughs> it, it's a guilty pleasure. It's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, oh, of course, well, I think his biggest claim to fame was How to Marry a Billionaire, A Christmas Tale. <laughs> <clears throat> but yes, it of course starred the great Michael J. Fox, who I personally think is an underrated physical comedian. Is it me? Oh, yeah. Or does he really, he slips and slides really awesome. Like, I remember thinking that as a kid, like the way he runs and like the, the way he'll like just slip and sl- it's amazing. Like, it almost well, like he's defying not- gravity. Well, specifically in, in Teen Wolf, he does the whole scene where he, he runs down the hallway of the high school that has wet floors. Yes. And you can see that's not a stunt person because no, it's, it's, a, it's a continuous shot from him running down the halls and talking, and then he turns and slips. But not only that, just the way he carries himself, because he does it in um, Back to the Future and a yes. few others, just the way that he walks and, and, and um, enunciates with his hands. And, yes, and I, yeah. yeah, I agree with you. He's, yes. Fantastic uh, uh, physical comedian. Yes, you know? and uh, James Hampton, who plays his dad, who I um, uh, made I made the astute observation while taking my notes, and I so t- I was almost split the slip today because I just wanted to say it, but I held it mm-hmm. in. Is it me or did he look like George Lucas? Or if, <laughs> if, wait, jo- wait. if George Lucas in an Ewok had done the nasty <laughs> when he's a werewolf? I mean, not like just in general, but I should probably say when he's in werewolf makeup. I'll give you this. When he's in werewolf makeup, the one time he's in werewolf makeup, that is by far the worst werewolf I have ever, ever seen. In oh, my no, you know, no, it's not. It, but you know what it reminds me of? It is the male equivalent to the D. Wallace werewolf at the end of The Howling. <laughs> Just YouTube, end of Howling. It, ru- it, it, it oh, Whoops, I probably should have said spoiler alert for The Howling. <laughs> but the werewolf at the end of The Howling, seriously, she looks like a friggin... God, I don't even like a stuffed kitten or something. <laughs> no, but you hit it on the you hit the nail on the head. He looks like an Ewok with glasses. Yes, he does. It's it's, it looks awful. like George Lucas. His hair's rounded and and all combed and yeah. And he did awful. a lot of TV, but he was actually in Sling Blade. He had a small part in Sling yep. Blade. Yep. Yep. He did. Great movie. Uh, it also starred Susan Ursiti as Boof, perhaps the worst female character name in history. Yeah, what was what is up with that? For the for the longest time when I was a kid, I thought it was booth. You know, like yeah. phone booth. Okay, like, yeah, that's at least marginally cool. But boof? Boof? Like and my my wife theorized her name was Buffy and they called her Boof. And I was like, Buffy is no, significantly but her name is Lisa Marconi. That's her character's name. Where do you get boof out of Lisa? <laughs> Yeah, that was I, I don't know. I was trying to come up with something profane to, to match the booth, but <laughs> yeah. I got nothing. Okay. Jerry, Jerry. Le- I'd boof that. Yes. Jerry Levine doing his best Bill Murray impersonation as Rupert Stiles Stilinski, who has some of the greatest T-shirts in history. Oh, yes. <laughs> al- al- although I'm curious to know, and maybe dress code was more lax back in the 80s. But What high school would you go to that would allow, uh, what are you looking at? Dick. D knows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Not yeah. mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nor, nor mine. No. Though I wish it had. Yeah, man. <laughs> I said that a lot. Okay. <laughs> and let's see. Who else do we have here? Um, oh, Matt Adler played Lewis. And, of course, we were just discussing prior to the show he was uh, in another movie. Uh, it wasn't one. Mm-hmm. That wasn't going to be one of your picks, was it? The movie he was no, in? No, okay. no, no. Just making sure. Flight of the Navigator. Uh, it seemed like a Jason yep. pick for some reason. <laughs> I love Flight of the Navigator, yes. but you know, no, that was that's not my pick. And then Laurie so, Griffin played, but yes, he played kind of the little brother grown up in the future. Yeah, kind in, of thing. in Flight of the Navigator, but, uh, not he looked in this movie. 
Yeah, in the flight of the navigator. In this one, he still looked like 14. Well, here's the key. He's the only one that actually did, because as we'll get into in a moment, everybody in this movie looks 30 <laughs> and, in fact, almost was. <laughs> yeah, well. Lori Griffin played Pamela Wells, the also known as the blonde sex pot that uh, Michael J. is lusting after. Uh, Jim McCrell mm. played the vice principal uh, in, in the picture, and he actually was in quite a mo- few movies, including The Howling and Gremlins. Mm-hmm. He did a butt ton of TV. I mean, a... But time. yeah, yeah, he's mainly known for TV. Yes, and he actually was in a 1988 remake of a William Castle movie called "I I um, I Saw What You Did," and the original was called I think we would just called "I Saw What You Did." I know who you are, or the original was just called "I Saw What You Did" as well. But it's about right, these, right. the two girls. I don't. Did you ever see that where they prank call? Uh, oh yeah, you know people, and they say, "I saw what you did. I know who you are," and they yep. unfortunately do it to a serial killer. A serial killer, <laughs> yeah, he comes after him. Yeah, who's yep. played by in the TV movie Robert Carradine, also known as <laughs> Lewis from Revenge of the Nerds, <laughs> who's surprisingly creepy. And actually, David Carradine was in that as well. Yeah. So yes, um, and oh yeah, Mark Arnold played Mick, the typical boyfriend d bag of said blonde chick, and Mark Holton as Chubby Chubbs, the guy who proved that this was perhaps the worst basketball team in history, not just because they sucked, but because they had Michael J. Fox, who I'm guessing is five foot, what, six? I know. Let me ask you this first. Do you know who Spud Webb is? I was about to say, unless he's Spud Webb. Now, wait a second. Yes, you know I know. Yeah, you I know, know yeah. who Spud yeah. Webb is, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. How tall is Spud Webb? He's like five, what is he, five, five? Five, six. Oh, he's five, six. Okay. How tall is Michael J. Fox? Is he 5'6"? Five, 5'4". Five, <laughs> is he really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, not so much. Yeah. Point guard, maybe, uh, in middle school. <laughs> gotcha. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. although worse than that, though, was Chubbs, who looked at any moment like he might have a heart attack and looked like he was someone's <laughs> dad. <laughs> yeah, he did. He was not a high school kid. I think even he, in, like, the party scene, like, at one point, uh, they all go to this high school party. Yes. Which... Is wilder than any college party. I, I, I wrote the down a minute. I'm like, what the hell kind of high school party is this, man? It's like Animal <laughs> House meets uh, Stripes. <laughs> it was. It was like an army party. That's what it was. <laughs> there were like what six kegs there, and everybody was. Uh, oh yeah, they had doing... the, they had the 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 guy and the girl stripped down into their BBDs whipped cream <laughs> wrestling tie hog tied together <laughs> on the floor in the middle of all this shenanigans. Yeah, the only part of that that was actually high school party was seven minutes or seven seconds in the closet kind of game. I think they got two minutes. Or two minutes in the closet. So yeah, really, he could he could have gotten her pre- He probably could have gotten her pregnant. I'm I'm saying <laughs> she could have had puppies. <laughs> oh, oh, and that was the other question I had. And this is, of course, we're in spoiler land now, so we can go there. Yeah, they're, they're in the closet. They're making out, right? Yeah. She comes out. Her shirt's all torn up. It looked like he scratched her back. Would that turn her? Would that turn her? I should probably slow that word down. Turn her? Because it sounds like it was in Turner and Hooch. Turner? Would that, would that no. turn her into a werewolf? Um, I, think, I no, don't know. Do they have to be bit? Complete, no. We're in completely different werewolf territory here. This is com- this is just genetic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this is just passed down. We're just normal people like everybody else, except when I turn, I happen to look like Jesus. Um, well, <laughs> actually, in his case, when he turns, he, he uh, actually— he looked like a monkey, and in fact, you know exactly who he reminded me of when he was the first time when he was changing in the bathroom. Remember Chaka, of the Apes? Chaka from Land of the Lost. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> I did. 
did. <laughs> there was one point, one of the part, part of the metamorphosis, I go, Chaka. <laughs> oh, God. No, I kept thinking he looked like Jesus because he had the, the, the yeah, long, the, straight yeah, hair. He did, yeah, he long, did. He sort of had the, the, the quint. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Oh, and, and I want to address the fact that this movie had what all great 80s movies in general, but 80s comedies, teen comedies in particular, always had to have. Mm-hmm. They had not one, Jason, but two oh, ubiquitous white kids dancing badly to really bad music scenes. <laughs> yeah, including a wonderfully uh, uh, choreographed ripoff of Michael Jackson's Thriller. <laughs> oh, you're a big bad wolf. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, jeez. Dude. Oh, hey, I want to rewind for a second because we've okay, gone yes. off on a bit of a rabbit trail here. Um, With this movie, back... how's that even possible? I know. There's... <laughs> I know. Not much of that. No, I want to go back to Styles. Yes, I do too. Yeah. I actually want to go back to Styles because um, while his character in this was, you know, kind of the uh, over the top, I don't care what anybody else thinks, best friend who um, is trying to get. Uh, 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 Scott to come out of his skin and kind of be comfortable with being the the cool wolf that everybody loves and he markets it and milks it. Do you know what else? This is something else. He actually is most famous nowadays, at least in this new millennium, for his directing prowess. Yeah, I actually saw that on his uh, IMDb page. And he directed two, not one, two of my favorite television shows of all time. I know what one of them is. What is it? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, he directed some of the first. Like, episodes. Yeah, like five episodes of it. Yeah. Yeah, including one of the favorite, one of my favorite ones, which is Sweet D's dating a retarded person, <laughs> which is when she's dating that rapper and they're trying to remember oh, that yeah, in high yeah. school he was actually retarded. Okay, real quick, and, I have to go down this rabbit trail mainly because let's be honest, <laughs> there isn't really much to talk about with Teen Wolf. So, oh, I got more. Okay, well, just, let me just say this real quick. Hey, go ahead. I have to tell everybody how you introduced me to It's Always Sunny. Like, I think it was how we we only we just met like a couple months into it. Into, into oh, yeah, this, like into this whirlwind romance that now is forgotten <laughs> flicks. And I remember you saying, oh, man, this show. Have you seen the show? And I was like, nah, I haven't seen it. And you're, I've got the DVD. you got to see this first season. And I got it. And I started watching it. And I'm, like, pissing my pants laughing. I mean, it's <laughs> the funniest. But I probably got, what, four or five episodes in? And I, like, yeah. had to stop. I felt like, okay, I need a break because I actually feel like <laughs> something, like my brain is deteriorate something is happening like oh, to my soul guilty. like my yeah it, maybe it was just guilt i like to maybe <laughs> use a little hyperbole and say it darkened my soul you know just to the it was like it was it was just cold black like my, my it, it is it is such an offensive but hilarious yeah, you, feel, show. you feel evil just for laughing oh it's, yeah but it's but freaking hilarious i mean it it's, is awesome yes it yeah is. if you, if you, if haven't, you seen haven't seen it, it if you're listening you haven't seen it definitely check it out season one is I like the subsequent seasons, especially when Danny DeVito comes in because he becomes a, a producer and then actually um, um, joins the cast. And he is awesome in this. One of my favorite roles that he's ever played. But the first season is just purely um, the original four cast members. And they were doing it on ultra, ultra low budget um, with very, very little money. And, and Rob McElhenney, who I would love to talk to, and I'm going to try and get him on the show. If That's we can. Mac, right? Yeah, that's Mac. Um, but it's 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 Rob McElhenney and then Charlie Day, who was in um, Horrible uh, Bosses. Most Horrible recently. Bosses recently. Yeah. He is he plays Charlie Kelly, and he was one of the um, uh, original writers of it, and so was Den- um, um, 
uh, the guy that plays Dennis, Glenn Howerton, they, the three of them in this first season bef- uh, before they, they kind of get popular were just unbelievably funny and, and so raw. But um, the, uh, the shows that um, Jerry Levine uh, directed were absolutely just awesome. I mean, it was, yes. it was uh, when D and Dennis go on welfare is yeah, probably that was one of my favorites because they're both sitting out front trying to be ghetto and they're listened to. <laughs> so you say he just a friend. <laughs> Oh, baby, you, you got, got what I need. <laughs> Would you say he just a friend? Oh, uh, it was Would awesome. So <laughs> now it's going to be in my head all night. Actually, but it I'm is. glad because I love Bismarcky. So continue, Jason. Bismarcky. So anyway, uh, yeah. So Jerry Levine has, has done some fantastic directing. And the other of my favorite shows, which may surprise you, Monk. Really? The USA TV yeah, series. Yeah, I know what it is. I know yeah, what it is. A, yeah, actually, I really like that show. Now, I know it's probably kind of like an old person uh, guilty pleasure, but... You like Matlock, uh, too, didn't you? I did not like Matlock. Mur- Murder, but, She Wrote? No, but I'm a big what about Tony Benson? fan. Were you a Benson fan, Jason? <laughs> Shut up. I like Tony Shalhoub back from his days with Wings. Um, and this, oh, I oh, oh like you liked this. Wings. So let's just get this all out now. <laughs> so the one show you like that doesn't suck is as always... <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like... Wait, you didn't like Wings? Uh, not you don't remember it? Do no, you? I do. I totally, I totally remember it. It had um, Stephen Weber and Tim Daly. Hey, did you like Night Court? Oh, I love Night Court because Night Court's awesome. Wings sucked. Wings wasn't Wings funny. Suck. Dude, it, it wasn't was funny. funny. Yeah, because these people were freaking airport. Yeah, it's great. Ah, 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 ah. I did love Night Court, though, so we can at least agree on that. Yes. Harry Anderson. You know. Bull. No, uh, but I'm sorry, John Larroquette was an effing god dan fielding John Larroquette. Was... yeah he was uh richard mall's character i love and um dan fielding was the best too yeah that was a good one so. you tell we really anyway. don't feel like talking about team wolf <laughs> i can't wait till next week <laughs> let's talk about next week next week we're doing escape from new york <laughs> no seriously i got more on team <laughs> okay wolf. yeah go ahead <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i'm just kidding i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that was good dude i was like i was all getting ready okay what's he gonna say Okay, wait. So no. they found something. Oh, I do want to mention. Um, no, I do have one more. Oh, yeah, go. More. But so do I. So go ahead. Okay, I have one, you go I have first, one more. Please. I have one please, more. Please, boss man. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, I will, monkey guy. All right. <laughs> Jim McCrell, the guy who played the vice pres- uh, president. Vice principal. Thorn. <laughs> yes, vice principal. The one who wet himself. Yes, the one who wet himself. <clears throat> yep. Who needs to pens. <laughs> he was in a show called Street Hawk. Do you remember that show? It was kind of like Knight Rider, but with a motorcycle. And I had completely vaguely, forgotten about it. So I was going through vaguely, filmography. Vaguely. If you look at the picture and like the the main uh, the main actor guy's name was Rex Smith. His name is uh-huh. right, the character name Jesse Mock. M A C H. How that's subtle. <laughs> and the M-C-H. the uh, yeah the street it's street Hawk says the ultimate high tech and then I can't read the rest of the stinking poster. Hold on. A oh, the ultimate high tech crime fighter. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, it, yeah, I, what year was that? Nineteen eighty-five was the original. Oh, air it's date. the same year. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yes. It, yeah. It, it has, it, and it kind of reminds me of like Manimal. Like it was one of those shows that didn't last very long, but I have for some reason this very strong memory of it. Or uh, you know what? You know what that one is for me? Tales of the Golden Monkey. What the hell is that? Do you remember that? I'm pretty much Tales convinced at this Golden point <laughs> that you spend the week before a show 
just thinking, how can I make? I gotta come up with a title. This no, week. I swear to God, I'm not in my notes at all. I'm I'm looking at anything. Tales of the Golden Monkey starred the guy from Seventh Heaven, the guy that was the. the okay, wait, wait, hold on, master. real quick, real quick. Is Golden Monkey a euphemism for people who like to be peed on? No, no. Okay, no, just it was kind of a spoof on like Indiana Jones. It was, um, <laughs> it was the guy. It was the guy from Seventh Heaven that played the pastor. Okay. And he was in this as like this adventurer who flew around in a seaplane like in the South Pacific. And one of the only things I remember is he had a Jack Russell Terrier as his sidekick. And he hired and... Uh, t- <laughs> uh, uh, Ty Hookers to pee on him. <laughs> no, that's David Carradine. Oh. No, um... <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> no, not at all. If you're found in a closet in, yeah, gear, <laughs> it's not too soon. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. Funny. I <laughs> wonder why you like It's Always Sunny. That's what I don't, I don't know. Why do you um, like that? No, uh, Reverend Camden was who he played in Seventh Heaven. Yes. Which... Well, thank God you cleared that up. Yes. <laughs> he played the good reverend. Let's go <laughs> the on good to the... Re- the good reverend. <laughs> the heavenly part of our show, yes. No, <laughs> No, but it was it was kind of a adventure. He I wore... just found it. You didn't lie. Damn it. Oh, thank God. Jim, and Jim McCrow. I remember, listen. Huh? Jim McCrow was in it. Really? Yes, that's how I found. It. I was looking through Jim McCrow while you're talking. I'm not really listening. So, Aha! and I didn't even know he was in it. I'm just thinking of TV shows that no, I 1982 TV series, Tales of the Gold Monkey. He played Nick in one episode. Yeah, I've got to find that somewhere on DVD because the I one really thing thought you were making that up. No, the one thing I remember: the first alcoholic beverage I ever drank, legally, <clears throat> was what he always what he always ordered, a Singapore sling. So let's really get this was... straight. That show came out in 1982, and that's when you got your first legal drink. How old are you? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> a Singapore sling. And then I ordered it for the first time because I love that movie, and that's the only It wasn't a movie. It was a TV drink. You know it was a TV show. I mean, TV, TV show. show. Yeah. TV show. Yeah. Um, and it was the only drink I could think of, the only cocktail I could think of at the time. You know. Okay, I'm... hold on real quick. Innocent. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, we've got to clear this up. <laughs> you're in a bar, right? <laughs> you're, 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 you're finally, uh, again, quote fingers, people, a man. Okay, or at least a primate, you know, <laughs> pretending to be one. I'm of breeding age. Yeah, you're a... <laughs> they let you out of the zoo to soil your wild monkey-like oats. And as you're sitting at this bar, it occurs to you, you know what? This moment has to have power resonance. It has to connect to something from my the deepest part of my childhood and, and, and my memories. I'm going to base my first legal drink on... Tales of the Gold Monkey, <laughs> a TV show that even I'm not sure actually existed. <laughs> yeah, well, let me tell you, if you've never had a Singapore sling, it is half a step above a Shirley Temple because <laughs> that was I had no idea because he's, you know, Indiana Jones kind of character, leather bomber jacket, a hat. He's got an eye patch. Yeah, it's like a girl drink. <laughs> um. <laughs> So we, do you really want to get into, like, the Freudian psychoanalysis, what all this might mean, Jason? <laughs> no. Okay. Probably a good idea. <clears throat> yeah. Where were we? Oh, Teen Wolf. Yeah, oh, Teen Wolf, yes. This is this is a little better than the Nightmare on Elm Street episode where I think we may have mentioned Nightmare on Elm Street once. <laughs> no, I, I do have something else to get into. Okay, go ahead. You talking your TV thing. Go ahead. Um, okay, so... <clears throat> okay, I'm back. <laughs> um, so one thing I remember about this movie was the whole, you know, typical 80s... Blonde, hot, captain of the cheerleader. Was she, though? She never was a cheerleader, was they, she? Yeah, but they never Yeah, they never had her that. Or, I guess, in this season, the, the theater major. Oh, yeah, that's right. She was a drama queen, literally. Drama queen, literally. Yes. Um, who, is it just me? 
or was the only other person you ever you ever saw the uh yeah she's the only one in the play of the theater with uh was the the teacher yeah was her yeah Yeah. um yeah he was he was was creepy yeah it was creepy um so yeah, so she, you know, it's the typical uh, hot blonde girl who's the most popular, uh, and the the young teen boy lusts after her because she, you know, he thinks she's the the hottest, and he's got this sidekick or friend who likes him, but he doesn't like her back. But this one, there were some oddities to it. <laughs> um, number one, uh, hello, Pamela, slut much? I mean, the oh, fact yeah. that. The whole scene that bothered me as a kid, and then I watched it again, I'm like, oh, I would have kicked her to the curb. The whole point, oh, no, he still is my boyfriend. Uh, yeah. No. Well, what about us? And she's like, what about us? I'm thinking that whole getting a little wolf strange wasn't that good. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and the other thing that occurred to me is, wasn't that just, for all intents and purposes, bestiality? <laughs> because she had preferred him in wolf form. During said act. <laughs> yeah, and then when he was back to human, she's like, yeah, you're a nerd. I don't want you. Yeah. So Pretty I have much. a question for you. Yeah. Would they call that wolfy style? <laughs> <laughs> you're a big, bad wolf. Yeah. It, yeah, so anyway, yes. I remember as a kid, I hated her, Pamela. She was just. Oh, yeah. Well, I, you know what she yeah. reminded me of a little bit? You remember um, we talked about Heavenly Kid before? Yeah. Came out yeah. in 1985 as well. There's a There's a. Uh, the Jason Gedry character is the kind of the nerdy guy and, yeah, you know, yeah. and he ends up falling for the hot blonde girl. And yeah. she's very reminiscent of this where she's pretty much the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. But you're not really my boyfriend kind of chick. Um, yeah. Or it's the uh, same thing with, um, uh, was it one crazy summer? Yes. Where Although she was of... a little bit, there was a little bit more going on with her, at least a little bit. I yeah, think. but still, I mean, he was the, got the Demi Moore, and he yeah. kind of had the hots for, and but Demi Moore played kind of the best friend. Yeah, this is know. oh, this is definitely a theme throughout a lot of '80s comedies for sure. I mean, um, um, and better, better off dead. You know, uh, better off. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that one's ridiculous, man. Because uh, don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. Um, oh God, what's her name? She played Tina in Nightmare on Elm Street. Amanda. Get another one. Look it up. Hug and kiss. Was it Kraus? No. Hug and kiss? Da, 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 da. You go look it up on yeah, blabber. Amanda Hug and Kiss? <laughs> no, but the, the, the girl who played the the French chick. Yeah, right. The the yeah. Now this is though this is the other girl though. The other girl the girl who played the French girl in uh, Better Off Dead. Yeah. Way. Oh yeah. Amanda no Amanda that Weiss. That's actually a little retarded, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Amanda Weiss is the um uh the girl. From... Well, even in this one, I will have to say, without yes. a doubt, mm-hmm. especially, you know, as a as a teenager watching this <clears throat> the only girl who happens to be in her underoos was pamela so yes, you're yes. like Arrow. but watching it as adults i'm like yeah i'm sorry but boof was actually a lot hotter than pamela yeah other than she was blonde versus brunette but i, I don't really get that i mean yeah, you know, like, i don't either i don't get why that's uh, what the that's what's i mean it's sort of a hitchcockian thing to be like oh the blonde the soldier it's like well i mean no, no knock on blondes i'm just saying that I don't get why that's so common. That's so like the point to be made here. Yes. Point to be made. Yeah. Uh, we're both married to brunettes. Touche. <laughs> so moving right along. Okay. Oh, yes. <clears throat> okay. So oh. one other thing I would like to point out, yes. this should be done as a double feature with 1985's Once Bitten starring Jim Carrey. Which would you say is a superior movie? Once Bitten. Hands you down. You think so? Hands down. 
I didn't. Now, I, what did you think of this? Oh, it's true. Right? We haven't gotten to that. We haven't really addressed that. I think okay. eventually we, we do have. need to come up with some kind of decent rating system. We've talked yeah. about that like since the beginning of this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Forty-two yeah. episodes in. Yes, I give it four VCR VHS tapes. Um, <laughs> no, I, I felt like watching it. That it was like this is going to sound so stupid and sentimental, and I don't care. Like it was like visiting an old friend. You know what I mean? Like it was just this. <laughs> like having like a like just a oh, warm fuzzy like oh gosh I remember liking this movie it really sucks it's mm-hmm. really a bad movie but I don't know it's kind of charming in a really bad movie kind of <laughs> way so what'd you think after you watched it I thought gosh this is a really bad movie <laughs> it really sucks but so it no kind of gave me a warm fuzzy so I can't hate it <laughs> <laughs> so no change at all it was pretty much exactly that yeah I just kind of like found myself like smiling but it was never at any of the jokes. It was sort of yeah. like a, I remember that part. <laughs> yeah. It was I almost like laughing at that part. It was once. almost like watching an old videotape of like from when you were in high school and you see your friend. Like, oh, oh, God, I remember that. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm not going to the reunion, but yes, yeah. I remember them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're all dead um, now, but they had it coming. That's what they get for making fun of me. Yeah, so that was kind of how I felt um, about it. I don't know if that really explained anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, that's that makes perfect sense. I actually went into it because um, we talked about actually doing Teen Wolf back uh, a while ago, probably ten or fifteen episodes ago. We'd actually at least I think plunked it down on the list. And um, uh, when I went when we went to go back and watch it, I this is one of those cases where I think I was hyper aware of CND. So yeah, that's a I good actually, way to put it. That's a very good way to put it. Actually, I went into this thinking I remember watching it. It's been. 15 years since I've seen it or 10 years since I've seen it, at least this is not one I've seen more uh, recently. And so I was trying to dig back through my memories of it. And I thought, I love Michael J. Fox. You know, I remember kind of liking it. I'm willing to bet money. I can't stand it now. It's going to be awful. (laughs) Um, And, but going through it, I was like, you know, this is actually pretty good eighties movie. I mean, there was a lot of very typical eighties stuff in it. We, we talked about the, White people can't dance sequences, but there was also a cool kind of pseudo montage in it. And yeah. um, we got to mention, what's up with van surfing? Really? Oh, 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 yeah. Actually, it's funny you bring that up because not only is is that <clears throat> like horribly like it's just like such a horrible idea, but it was around that same time that obviously had in um, what do they call it urban surfing, where in Back to the Future the skateboarders they would grab oh on yeah, the back of cars. pull behind the the truck and the jeep, and yeah, I remember a... that was a big deal because I, I don't I'm a, I'm pretty confident it was an urban legend, but I remember hearing stories of like kids that would do that, and then you know get pulled under semis and 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 all this stuff. But there was a movie yeah. called The Program. I was thinking about this. I remember seeing oh, it in like yes, I do remember that. And, and this ja- was real. Yeah, James Kahn was in that, and it was a movie yep. about a college, you know, football team. And I remember going to see that when I was in high school, and th- yep. and thinking that this particular scene was awesome. <laughs> Ex- <laughs> now, yes, and they that scene doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, they ended up cutting it out of the. Now, did they cut so it out before the scene before the movie left the theater? Was it, or is it just once it got on video? I want to say it was once it went out on video because I remember seeing it. It, it, I don't think it was right after video, so you might have a copy if you're listening out there. You might have a copy with it because I saw it. I didn't see it in the theaters. Yeah, I did. So I had yeah. to have seen it on on video or on uh, uh, cable. But I remember when the whole debacle came out because the scene was all these college kids lay on the center line, painted line of a highway. Yeah, to see who's like basically it's a game to of see chicken. Brave. Yes, but apparently uh, someone did that for real, watching the the movie yeah. and got killed. And so they Natural cut that out of the scene. selection. Um, actually, we call that the Darwin Awards. 
Yes, we do. <laughs> so, yeah, no offense to anyone that's actually happened to. That's a terrible tragedy. We accept that, and we... Um, yeah, but the, the human awesome. gene pool thanks you. So... <laughs> yes so the whole van surfing thing i thought yeah um you'd be dead (laughs) yeah yeah your back flips and handstands on a on a van that's in motion good luck with that have you ever watched the 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 show that was on showtime a while back called six feet under i'm familiar with but i never watched it um every episode started with one person that would that was doing something that would die and then the tv show was about the mortuary and the funeral home took care of the I never forget, and I thought of this as soon as I watched, rewatched this movie. There was an episode of this girl who had, was standing up, putting her head through the sunroof of a limousine, doing the whole, yeah, I'm going down Hollywood Boulevard, yeah. And she hits a light pole square oh. in the forehead, full speed. <laughs> I'm just thinking oh. as I'm watching Teen Wolf, I'm like, watch them drive right underneath a light so pole. Does, does, does her head come off? It doesn't come off, but it caves in so bad they have to do reconstructive oh, kind of oh, surgery to God. build it back up. And he talks about how good Elmer's glue is, oh. and, uh, and, and a putty uh, wall putty works really the, the good. The guy who played Dexter in. was on that show, right? The guy who played uh, Dexter. Uh, I think he was. Wasn't he? His name's escaping me at the moment. There's somebody out there right now going, "Yes, you moron! Dexter is on six oh. feet under." No, he was not on there. He wasn't. I'm willing to bet money he was not on there. Check. I'll look it up, Check. and I'm probably wrong because I like to be wrong. But uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> who doesn't really? Yeah. One final. He might have been. No, he, I don't. I never watched. It. I just heard. So he, I, uh, I remember somebody saying, "Oh, wasn't he on Six Feet Under?" And I said, "Oh, I yeah, uh huh, yeah, he was." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. But anyway, okay. So yeah, Six Feet Under that that whole scene. I'm just thinking in this whole Teen Wolf thing, he's gonna just be yeah, and he just gets knocked right. Which let's just be honest, that would have been kind of awesome. It would have been kind of awesome. <laughs> it would have been a completely different movie, um, but yeah, it would have been awesome. But I, so. but I actually always liked Styles. So one final thing, and uh, we're, in our feedback coming up, it is addressed in that. So we're mm-hmm. going to address it now. It is the urban legend of Teen Wolf, which I believe was originally brought up uh, in uh, Family Guy, one of their little Star Wars parodies. Oh, yes. Yep. And... Here's the deal. Harvest or yeah, I don't know if it was 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 a, was a blue harvest or was it the uh, sequel? another sequel? Yeah, I can't remember which one. Yeah. Anywho, in the end of the film, the, if you pay very close attention, when uh, Scott and Boof and Dad George Lucas Ewok Dad are jumping around, it actually around. helps if you have a laser disc. By the way, that that's the best way to pause it. Yeah, because doing it on Netflix, it looked like absolute crap, and it was hard to tell. Yeah. But I on on YouTube, I you could totally tell that it. it but anyway, we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> So the, the urban legend goes like this. And if you pay close yep. attention, you can see someone, an extra in the stands. They stand up. Their pants are unzipped. And for a fleeting moment, you see their limp underwear. Noodle. Well, more than that, theoretically. It, it looks briefly like they popped something out and popped it back in. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. If you look really close, though, he has boobs. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Are you yes. serious? Yes. Yeah. So unless it is Jason's prom date. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's yeah. not nice. I didn't mean you. Cool. What? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and, yeah. and unless, unless, you know, 
There was something else going on there. Total urban legend, myth busted, because if you look at an unmatted uh, image of it, you can see it's actually a female. And what it was is my theory is because, you know, the 80s, the genes, the guest genes and whatnot were very tight. So she might have had them, who God only knows how long those poor extras were sitting in those bleachers. So she might have had them just had them unbuttoned and forgotten. And then when they jump up and they're all excited, because if you watch her body language, she kind of like touches it like the the unbuttoned fly and like real like you can see like the sudden like move of her hand like she grabs her sweat and kind of pulls it down and i think it's that motion of her pulling it down her thumb is kind of sticking out yeah that, yeah that so it's real quick and it looks i mean yes yeah it's it's like a war you know a rorschach test i mean they're looking at clouds it is, it is. can you see a penis here <laughs> do, do you always see the penis and the extras in the teen wolf yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm sure that's exactly what Rorschach sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like, so, so, so I want to show you a picture. It is a frame from the 1985 comedy, one of my favorites, to be honest with you, of Teen Wolf. Tell me, do you see a peepee here? Is there a peepee in the picture? If you see a peepee, it's okay. It's okay if you see the peepee. The peepee is always there. It may have boobies, but it has a peepee. <laughs> oh god stop <laughs> oh god oh uh, yes so in my mind that's what he sounds like no uh, that's fine with me um <laughs> is he wearing that kind of funny mask and <laughs> yes oh wait oh. that was the watchman no oh that's too much talk about shock because that. that's a whole different rorschach test yes indeed. asking if you've actually seen a penis in that one whoa see, well, yeah. I, I saw <laughs> some blue ones Oh, All yeah. Right. So, Jay, Jay um, we're going to now go into a, a promo, and then we'll follow it up with our always unforgettable movie picks. Hi, this is Kevin Batchelder. <laughs> and this is the Saturday B Movie Reel. Do something. Shoot it. Shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> That's about describes it. Yeah. All right, everybody stay here. We look specifically at the Sci-Fi Channel's original movies. You know the ones. The ones that air on Saturday night. Known throughout the ages as an instant classic. (laughs) We need a bigger gator! Uh, Limb cutting and blood squirting from... (laughs) Flying limbs, I called it in my notes. (laughs) What could go wrong? We look on a regular basis at the movies as they come out. And since there have been over 200 of them, we do go back and look at many of them that are now out on DVD. By this point, I had completely forgotten any semblance of seeing if this actually makes any sense from a plot point of view. So come on by, get involved, and have some fun. Check us out at SaturdayBMovieReel.com. Our future depends on it. Make it safe. I'm hoping by the anniversary episode... I actually have added the toilet sound to that. <laughs> uh, I would say by our second anniversary, because our first is coming up in like four episodes. <laughs> That's true, which we both know that probably won't happen between us. So, <clears throat> so, Jason, would you like to throw out the first righteous movie pick? That's somehow yes. connected to Teen Wolf in some <laughs> random so, way. So many to choose from. Actually, I'm reminded of a quote that someone put up on my Facebook recently that says... All that glitters is not gold. Sometimes it's just a douchey vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Twilight. So I'm not going to pick Twilight. But I am going to (laughs) pick... 
<laughs> I am gonna pick a movie that stars one of the stars from Teen Wolf. Can you guess? Um, is it Boof? No, Francis Buxton. Actually, Mark Holton, who played Chubby uh-huh. in Teen Wolf, uh-huh. uh, also in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, that's right. There <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you are, what am I? There you, you are, but what am I? Uh, dude, that is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's it? on the list for next year, Jason. I we know. know. You and Pee Wee. Begging and begging for a Pee Wee episode. Sure. I know. I love Pee Wee Herman, too. <laughs> Yeah, so this was a huge one in my family. I loved it when I was a kid. But uh, uh, Mark Holton, who played Chubby in Teen Wolf, in this one he plays the nemesis of Pee Wee Herman, oh, Francis right. Buxton. And he's the rich kid who has everything, but the one thing he wants is Pee Wee Herman's bike. And spoiler alert, he actually steals it. <gasps> uh, I know. <sighs> I think that happens in the trailer. I don't know. Um, yeah, but he steals so. it, and then when the heat gets... Too much. He decides he gets rid of it. Um, He gets rid of it, and Pee Wee is off to find his bike. Alamo in the basement. basement. Oh God, we are going to have so much fun with this one. (laughs) Yes, Um, yes. It stars Paul Rubens as Pee Wee Herman. Of course, this was the first. Uh, There was the second, which was Big Top Pee Wee. Not quite as good, uh, but still had some very funny moments in it. and, of course, if you were a fan of Pee-wee, you know that he had uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse came out after this. And then yeah. most recently, he's been doing a Broadway uh, version of Pee-wee and kind of coming back and reviving the character. So um, it's absolutely hilarious movie. I love it. It's um, it's 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 very uh, – it's almost one of those movies that you had to live through to understand it completely. Yeah. Because of its cultural significance, I mean a lot of the stuff that they say and do in it now it's sort of cliche, uh-huh. but at the time it kind of was very trendy and yeah. Um, well, it goes back to context. Yeah, exactly. But um, fantastic movie. It's a Tim Burton film, um, who I'm a big fan of in some of his earlier works, especially like Nightmare Before Christmas and um, some of those. But um, um, great movie, Paul Rubens. Uh, so Pee Wee's Big Adventure, 1985. Yes, and of course we didn't ever, we ne- we neglected to mention that um, Chubbs also known as Mark Holton, right? And not the actor. Yep. Uh, yep. Was was of course a had a much bigger role in Teen Wolf two with Justin Bateman. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's like the top tier of his his resume. <laughs> Actually, he was in Leprechaun two from 1993, which was Warwick Davis. Yes, played. he was. Yes, and uh, yes, and and of course Jennifer Aniston again <laughs> a, a top uh-uh. tier on her resume. <laughs> I like Leprechaun. Well, Screw did. you. Okay, how did she not make the list of the? Um, um, lowest what was the list that just came out lowest return on investment actors uh, um, most paid actors it had drew barrymore well they're basing uh, it on how much the box office return based on how much they're paid yeah, yeah. yeah how because how is jennifer aniston not on that list well because she does movies like horrible bosses and things like that occasionally that make a gajillion dollars yeah i guess it balances out in the end yeah or anyway you know some of the other rom-coms Yes. So my pick, Jay, is I think up your alley. In fact, I'll be surprised if you haven't at least heard of it, although I'm even more surprised for some reason if you haven't seen it. <laughs> okay. And, I, and I'm not doing this to be snarky. I actually liked this movie. Liked, I see in the past since I haven't seen it in a long time. I had it on VHS, recorded it off of HBO, and I really liked this movie. Mm-hmm. It has a great title. Ready? From 1989, 
cannibal women in the avocado jungle of death. <laughs> You've never seen this? I have never Dude. seen that. Wait, wait, wait. Ready for the cast? <laughs> Shannon Tweed. Well, there's a blonde that ain't too shabby. Uh, yeah. Adrian Barbeau. Oh, wait, wait. I'm there. <laughs> B- Bill Maher. Really? Wait, oh, it gets better. Hold on. I'm going to read you the plot summary via Bill am... Maher from from yeah. Religious yeah. and, and Real Time with Bill Maher. Yes, and that Bill Maher. Politically incorrect. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, here I, I'm reading this off of IMDb. Ready? Okay. The U.S. government, eager to protect the nation's avocado supplies, recruits feminist professor Margot Hunt to make contact with the Piranha Women, an all-female tribe who believe men are only good as a source of food. <laughs> Accompanying <laughs> Doctor Hunt on her trip are Jim a guide of questionable competence, and Bunny, a student of unquestionable incompetence. It is, as I recall, all kinds of awesome. Although, surprisingly, with that title and and the poster art, if you look it up, it's only PG-13. Yeah. But I remember it's one of those PG-13s that was really pushing the envelope of PG-13. And actually, the guy who di- <laughs> the guy who directed it, J.F. Lawton, um, was a, he's written... Some pretty major movies. I wrote Pretty Woman, uh, Under Siege, Chain Reaction, which was a big floating turd. But he also directed another movie with Bill Maher, which I don't know if you ever saw, called Pizza Man from 1991. Uh, no, I don't think I've seen that one. Yes, the uh, <laughs> the summary. Pizza Man. Yeah. Pizza man. Plot summary. A pizza man is on a quest to get $15.23 when someone orders one. He uncovers a plot to rule the world and stops at nothing to get his pay. <laughs> So basically, it's a story of the kid from Better Off Dead, I Want My $2, a newspaper kid, grown up. It's his side story. Yes, yeah. <laughs> all grown up. Now, I remember Pizza the Hut from Spaceballs. Is that the same thing? Sort of, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah, the it's funny. With Pizza Man, I actually remember Bill Maher being on. He must have been on 91. It was was Carson gone by then? Maybe it was Letterman. He may have been on Letterman, you know, talking yeah. about because this is when he was like a stand-up comic still. And I right. remember him them talking about this movie, and you could tell that he was trying to keep a straight face to promote it. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, it was yeah. uh, interesting. So yes, I wow, no, that is going on my Netflix. Dude, oh yeah, can- cannibal sure. women, cannibal the o- women, avocado. I always think that's the kind of movie, and, and this is something I was thinking down the road we could do. We'll talk a little shop here on the show, real quick. I was thinking, and I'm just going to throw this at you. What All if right. someday we do like a live movie watch on like, you know, via Ustream, people can join us and we watch the movie together and just react. A la MST 3000? Yeah, something like that. Yes. Yeah. And, but oh like, my God. Make a, a group awesome. of, that would be fantastic. This, to me, this movie would justify that. Something like yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, from the title alone, it sounds like, yes, I am there. <laughs> yes. Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. Just watch the trailer. You will love it. Uh, I'm highly impressed. Now, wait, how is this connected again? Oh, haha. How indeed, my friend, because Jim McCrell, <laughs> also known as Vice Principal Thorn, Thorn, is, he, he's in it. Yeah, gotcha. Nice, huh? <laughs> huh? huh? Very good. I'm impressed. Yep, yep. <laughs> I thought you were going to pick K9, Jim Belushi. No, no, no. I already mentioned <laughs> that. I'm not going to go there. I'd be lazy, Jason. I put way too much work in. Come on now. I put 15 minutes. Uh, like I put a whole like 10 seconds in trying to think of that. Um, okay. <laughs> so now we will go into feedback from our awesome forgotten flicks listeners. First up, Tom, the fanboy. 
Hey, this is Tom the Fanboy reporting in. Uh, a little bit about Teen Wolf before I go here. Uh, um, when I was a kid watching this movie in the theater, I was just genre savvy enough to enjoy the, the irony of the uh, casual conversation that followed the giant, the first wolfing out scene where his dad just sort of uh, calmly and somewhat embarrassedly explains the, the, the whole um, plot device. And uh, I hope I have time to go watch it. Um, before the uh, before the podcast comes out, um, I, I I do remember that it was so popular that it launched the uh, the car- a cartoon series which I, I watched a couple times, and uh, the sequel, um, Teen Wolf Two. Um, that movie taught me to be careful of sequels and not just go see them on the name alone, no matter how much I like the original, because they don't always have the same people. And you don't you need to be know who's going to be in it before you go buy a ticket. Maybe even a little bit more about the movie, like say Halloween three. Um, I'll leave the rest of the details of this film and the urban legends about the crowd at the basketball game in your capable hands. This is Tom the Fanboy signing off. And in our capable hands, Tom, we've already addressed that. <laughs> we got you fooled, capable hands. <laughs> Surely you jest. Surely. <laughs> Dumbass. Don't call me Shirley. And next up, we have the awesome Tuana, who also did the promo for us. We mentioned her earlier, but here is her feedback. <coughs> Hello, Joel and Jason. Sorry, um, it's Tuana. I wanted to call in for Teen Wolf, but I... um came down with this classic case of C and D. Oh my goodness. Oh wow. <sighs> I think I think I'll just be able to get through it. Oh. Okay, so the two girls in this movie, oh my goodness. I could not stand Booth or the blonde chick, whatever her name was. This movie, although I wanted it to hold up, I really wanted it to hold up. But it was cringe worthy. I found myself just groaning and cringing the entire way through it. Didn't the dad in the hardware story didn't he hear the dog whistle? Or maybe he just ignored it. That always you know, kinda confused me when I watched this as a kid. This movie, although it was one of my favorites as a kid, it really did not hold up and kinda disappointed about that, but yeah, I guess that's why uh, they had to remake it into a TV show recently. So, with that, I'm just going to say this is TW signing off. Arr! Thank you, Tuana. I, uh, actually, <laughs> she, she had a couple other things in there um, where she talked about the clothes and how much she wanted to get some stonewashed jeans and the jean jacket. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> C and D can be cured, Tuana. Even, yeah, even when it applies to clothes, and, clothing, even and I guess that'd be well. It could still be C and D, clothing nostalgia disorder. See? Yeah, sure. Works either and way. Let us not forget Styles is uh, skinny jeans. Yeah, those shall we something. say? Yeah, it was some. Mm. What religion is he? Oh, I can tell. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it's like David Bowie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, good good feedback, and she also mentioned that she liked the music, at least most of it. Again, now that would be M N D. Actually, the music wasn't horrible. It wasn't horrible. It no. was, I mean, for an 80s comedy. Yeah. 
And I, and I got to say, I also agree with you, T. I thought the same thing about the dog whistle because dad's in the hardware store, kids blowing dog whistle. He knows how to Scott just ignore it. it. He ignores and it. And dad just kind of looks like, oh, what are you doing, Scott? Hmm. He knows how to wear earplugs. I guess not. And, and she also mentioned um, in, in her feedback, I just wanted to, I, it wasn't in there, but uh, I wanted to mention that uh, Team Wolf 2 has the song Send Me an Angel, which I didn't realize. Oh, that, I love that that's song. That's a good song. I always think it's fascinating when it's like a movie that's total, you know, crap that nobody remembers. And then like you're watching it and a song comes in. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. That's actually a popular uh, song. Hmm. Yeah. Hello. How about Beethoven second nominated for an Oscar because of its. Oh, that's right. Sounds or it's a it's song. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, good. Good. You got that off your chest. Jay. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Jason. Do you have any. Any, any final words, any comments before we go into all our contact info? What are you looking at, Dinos? I was going to say it, but then I thought, no, we had to put explicit tag. But yeah, yeah. I want that T-shirt. What are you looking at, bud? I do want the Teen Wolf T-shirt. I want that Teen Wolf T-shirt. It looks kind of like that airbrushed-looking hairy face. It looks face. like Styles drew it with a pen on his, <laughs> on his trapper keeper. Yeah. And then he... And he yeah, you know, took it down to the. It wouldn't have been a Kinko's. He found a Xerox somewhere, and <laughs> yeah, no Kinko's. No, no, no Kinko's. No Kinko's here. <laughs> okay, so you want to you want to hit him with some knowledge? Yes, give us a call anytime, anywhere, and we will play your feedback. Albeit now it's at the end of the show, but you have to listen to the whole thing to hear yourself. Two zero six two zero three zero four nine one. And if you weren't listening before, and you just kind of went to the beginning and listened to your name and shut us off. I'm talking to you, JV. We're calling you Whoa. out. Whoa. JV, I don't <laughs> think that about you. I, I would do something like that, but I don't think you would. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. probably not. It's the chimp in me. What can I say? <sighs> Just put down the poo, Jason. Put down the poo. <laughs> yes, you can also follow us on Twitter. I am Forgotten Flicks. Jason is Flicks Sidekick. Uh, you can check us our Facebook page, of course, the Forgotten Flicks Facebook page. We've actually been growing slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at it's getting all big now. We've also got some cool content on there, yes. so you can check out trailers yep. from the movies that we are reviewing, as well as some ancillary material that we don't cover on the show. So it's uh, actually kind of a cool place to get some extra content. Yes, yes, very. It's all a good time. And, of course, ForgottenFlicks.com is the website. And mm-hmm. let's see, I'm trying to think if I got everything. Oh, iTunes, of course. You can check the, oh, yep. check the podcast out at iTunes, leave a review. We always appreciate that. We haven't got one in a while, and I know we've gotten some new listeners. Come on. Aww. As long as it's nice, in which case, if it's not. Never mind. Yeah, if you're going to leave just like ones or something. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. Go to Zoom. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're on Zoom. <laughs> I, I, I mean to keep Ike. putting this there. <laughs> yeah. Psych. Yeah. We're not on Zoom. Just kidding. Yeah. Okay. We will be someday. I promise. But yes. Oh, and ha, 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 I, I almost forgot. Special thanks to Kevin Spencer of InkSpatters.com for the freaking amazing artwork oh, yeah. that has been accompanying our show notes ever since episode back 39? 30, well, he did the thing. We got the little 38.5, I think. When, yeah, it was 30.5? Yeah, 39.5. 39, no, wait, no, because of Nightmare on Elm Street. We had his Freddy Krueger. Oh, he did. Yes, he did. Yeah, go back further. 30, right. uh-huh. Say it. What? Say it. Say what? I was right. You weren't. It was thir- <laughs> 38.5 was the thing bonus, right? 
right? Yeah, yeah, I guess that counts. Okay. I mean, we used his art. I didn't mean that that was like a fuss. But ever since the Nightmare on Elm Street episode, he's been customizing yeah. banners for us. So. Yeah, true. Yes, and they just keep getting more and more awesome. And uh, we just saw the Escape from New York one today. And holy crap, do I want to blow that in like a 10-foot banner and hang it above my bed? <laughs> I want a t-shirt. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> so special thanks to him. Thank you to JV of jvmail.com. He does the fantastic spoiler alerts. He made my relatively sucky spoiler alert not get old really really fast uh <laughs> so we appreciate that and uh, that's always awesome we always love it when he calls in despite jason's little uh issue apparently and let me see am i forgetting anybody why do i feel like i am thank tawana thank you so um well thank you joel good job buddy <laughs> thank you monkey boy for always being there and picking the fleas out of my eyebrows and off out of my back here <laughs> I think what else? Yeah, that's it. That's it. We're good. Yeah, so, right, Jason, any final so. uh, comments, notes, ponderings? Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> if you mess around with Wolfman, you deserve the fleas.